Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode two of the Ordinary Average Cleveland Guys podcast. If you guys have forgotten, I'm David. He's Todd. How you doing, Todd? Good. Good. Uh, A little better than uh, maybe about 20 minutes ago (laughs) when we watched the... uh, the refs steal a game away from uh, Kentucky because they don't understand what a goaltend is. But, you know, we, we can move on. Oh, I thought you were talking about the the muting attempt of your TV. That oh, yeah, th- there's that too. Yes, yes. When the mic would, or the uh, remote would not pick it up and wouldn't mute it. Oh, watching you sit there for like, why aren't you trying, why aren't you muting? Just like yelling at the remote and then just shutting down the, shutting down the PlayStation view because you couldn't want. Oh, oh, hilarious. Hilarious. But yeah, it's been a couple of weeks. Anything, anything exciting in life? No, no. School's going on, so it's it's busy. Yeah, just yeah, I'm just you know, working, studying for this exam. But 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 I guess you could say uh, it's exciting that pitchers and catchers reported today. <sighs> One of my favorite days of the year. Welcome to spring training, officially, everybody, everybody. Yeah, fantastic. Unless you're Francisco Lindor, then it hasn't started yet. <sighs> Well, he was working out. He was working out in Florida, and that's when he got hurt. Should have been in Arizona. You, I guarantee, whatever. He was, <laughs> well, he, what? He's got probably got family in Florida, I believe. Because oh, that's where he went to school. No right? doubt. I'm just giving him a hard time because the Indians are in Arizona now. That's all. Yeah, and the fact that, you know, everyone's still projecting the Indians to win the division with no outfield and half a bullpen. But we can get into that later in the show. Yeah, that's that's a joke. Yeah, especially with free agency out there. Yeah, we'll get into that later. But I think the first thing that we really need to talk about was, yeah, we're recording this on the twelfth. So all the wonderful news that dropped on the eleventh of uh, the the wonderful topic of the of now the Browns off season, the signing of Kareem Hunt. It's like free agency started early. Yeah, and I I was looking into that because I was completely confused. If you didn't have a contract at the when the season ended, you can be signed before initial free like the yeah free that makes sense. Period. I didn't realize that is free agency period is for the players who actually had a contract at the end of the season. Yeah, because technically their contract doesn't end, and weirdly enough, even though the new season started, it doesn't right. end until the date of their free agency starting period. Yeah. But, yeah, since he was uh, released and didn't have a team, he was a free agent since then and didn't sign with anybody, so he would have remained a free agent uh, eternally if nobody wanted to sign him. No, I understand that. Yeah. I just I thought because he was, he was a, still a free agent. Right, I got you. You, you couldn't make any signings, period, except for anybody that was on under contract with your team at the end of the year. You could not sign anyone until March. But I guess I was wrong. It, it happens. I, and I will fully admit that. I, I, I had no clue. Yeah, so uh, they uh, bolstered the backfield. I think uh, you could argue that they have now a top three backfield going into free agency. In terms of, in terms, if we're gonna, in terms of football, in terms of football, Browns have the best backfield in football. That's, and, uh, see, I, I have a tough time. I, I, I okay. Top five, top five, top five backfield. I don't argue top five. I just said top three, so I'll give you top five. Oh, <laughs> I'd have to really go back, but I mean, look, I'm just thinking back. off the top of my head when you're looking at tandems like that. 
You have uh, the Rams closing out the year with uh, Gurley and C.J. Anderson. Let's that was. That was really just C.J. Anderson, but yeah, no, no, but, I, I mean, agree. The, you got the Rams. You got the Saints, Saints with Camara and um, Ingram. Ingram, but I'm, you know, having a hard time thinking of other tandems that were that good. That's very, oh, that's very true. I mean, you know, a lot of backfields have moved to multiple running backs, but none that strike me as being better than Nick Chubb, who graded out as the number one running back according to uh, Pro Football Focus. Oh yeah. So you have the number one running back there. Um, Kareem Hunt was a top four rushing uh, running back before he was gone. Probably. I wouldn't doubt you on that one. No, because he, once he left, that Kansas City offense was nowhere near the same. Nowhere near the same. He was like a cog that you didn't notice. That's true. Because you'd feel like there was games where he wasn't there, but... He was the offense was running because you still had to respect him. Yeah, because you had you, you had didn't no have idea. that same respect. You had no idea if you were going to go to him. You did him, Hill, Kelsey, well, or any of the other. You know, Watkins did emerge. Um, Watkins did play well, or even some of the other running backs that are out. Who there. They you have, had uh, no idea. Damon Williams looked really good in the championship game. I thought, man, you know, they might have found somebody, but they may, you know, they may have, they may have found well because they have him. Spencer Ware got hurt, right? Yeah. I don't know if it was necessarily he got hurt or if he just wasn't effective enough. I thought he got hurt, and that's why they weren't using him. That that could very well be, and that could have been why they they went to Williams and then they didn't didn't go back to Ware, and that could be the thing. Because I think he was healthy in the playoffs. I think he got hurt in, like, week 17 maybe, and that was the switch. Yeah, but... I'm excited. I, you know, I don't know how they're going to use him because I feel like he and Chubb are very similar. I, I think. I don't think you Hunt, have the Hunt has Hunt. I think is more of a combination of. I think I would lean Hunt more to Duke Johnson, but still with the power back type well, that Chubb is. So looking at those other two tandems we talked about, I think Hunt is more your Camara, and Chubb is more your Ingram. Absolutely. And Hunt would be more your Gurley. Chubb would be more your Anderson. Now, yeah. I'm not saying Hunt is Gurley or Camara, or no, I'm not ter- saying, but that's style, exactly, style yeah, your style, back. what you're looking at. Yeah, he's he's a more versatile back. Uh, I could see. It's it's very, it's still a very interesting move because of how good your backfield ended up being at the end of the year, but for, like I said, for football purposes, one year, under a million dollars, he said it could be over a million on performance and practice incentives. But they have five point two five million dollars wrapped up in their three running backs right now. I did not realize that we had so little in the, our backfield right now. Well, that's well, that's true, because Chubb's a, Chubb being a rookie, and if you traded for Cream Hunt, he would have been on a rookie contract. So you're actually getting him for a little cheaper than it would have costed if it was just. Just numbers, just contract-wise, trading for him. Yeah. So Duke's the only one who's not on a rookie contract at this point. Right. And it's gonna it's gonna be very interesting to see how many games that Kareem Hunt gets suspended. That's gonna be that is gonna be the biggest thing is how many games does Kareem Hunt get suspended? I'm thinking eight. I've heard anywhere from four to twelve. Right. And so I, I could I'm, see I'm, them I'm, trying to go the twelve mark and then it appealing down to to eight. Six, I think, would be ideal. Yeah, I th- I honestly see it being. 
I see it being eight to ten. It, the other thing to keep in mind too is is that in theory he was suspended for what six games last season. But because he, he was thrown on the exempt list, he was thrown. He was going to be on the commissioner's list, and then well, Kansas City just straight up cut him. But anyway. he was he was on it. If yeah. anybody signed him last year during the season, right. he wasn't allowed to play. True. So he Until was the... he was suspended last season. I mean, no formal suspension was True. issued, but he was told that you're not allowed to play anymore. I mean, that's a suspension in my book. Yeah, no, it so is. So you're you're going to have six games from there. So and that, that's why is, I'm, th- I'm thinking then ten. So then essentially that'll be a full season. And I could see and peel, then, peeling and down, getting it to six to eight. I don't think he'll appeal. And I, any appeal, I think he'll lose. I think you have to appeal. I don't think whether whether he thinks he should or shouldn't, you have to appeal. There's no way they don't appeal that. It's it's going to be very tough to see. I I I can see them just if whatever suspension comes down, just saying okay, we'll run with it. That'll be what we're going to decide. We're going to go. Let's let's for argument's sake say it's eight games. Okay. For eight games, I could see a lot of two back backfields. I oh for the yeah for the second if we're gonna okay yeah we're gonna say eight so that means the second half of the season. I see. I think you see a lot more wishbone. Yeah, I could see both Chubb and Hunt in the backfield. I I could see all three in the backfield. You you run that three that three back wishbone. I could I could see them easily. You run the two back and then you throw Duke in the slot. You're gonna have a okay, but, but that's, here's that's even, not three guys in the backfield. Then if Duke's but, in the slot, no, I said you could you could do the you could do the three back wishbone, or you could do that. I got and you. Do okay, that. okay. There's, but even the fact of let's say even it goes to ten, I don't see it going. Maybe if you go twelve, that's that's a waste, because then he's he's not a free agent again at the end of the year. Well, he is. No, because I don't think. Well, you're I right. Don't know how that goes? You have so many games, things like that. Because Josh Gordon's contract yeah, never progressed because yeah, of his because, suspensions. Because he kept play, he'd only play five games, so then it wouldn't. That would be interesting. Year. So if he didn't get in the minimum number if he only got of four. eligible games, if he only got, would his contract then extend one more season? Because would. as of now, I believe it does. He would be a restricted free agent, which means we would get rights to him. We we would be we would able to match any contract, and if we lose him, we get a draft pick. Right, which is huge. The compensation yeah. is nice. So this is this in terms of football. Yes, this is low risk, potential high reward. Now the the one big downside is is Chubb looked like a legit yeah starting running back in the NFL, not yeah. just like a fluky thing. He looked like he belonged. I, does does this stunt his development? No. That's the only downside you'd have to think about is how was this going to affect him developing? And I think this only makes it better because now you have him competing with another top running back, training together, working together. And as long as they don't hate each other, they're helping each other grow. I had this conversation with my dad, and I think the the one thing being, think of it this way. You have not, like, you're going to get this running back potentially back at at the back end of the season. Brown should be good enough to be making a playoff run. You now have another set of fresh legs at the back half of the year when you have all these, especially your running backs, are getting hit and crushed. You're going to have a set of fresh legs that are going to have eight to ten less games on them. Yeah, no, it's going to be know a what? big it's like help. Chubb, it's like, Chubb, you, you got us this far. We're still going to use you, but we're going to, you know, maybe we are going to hand the ball off to Hunt. We're going to because then you'll be fresh as we as we get to January. Well, and here's what I could see. I could see both of them getting 15 carries a game. 
If you can get your that's run, thirty if you carries. Can get, if you can get your running back thirty carries a game, but yeah, divided Baker, into two Baker by guys should, who could handle Baker that load, better not be throwing more than that. To me, that means Baker's only throwing like twenty to twenty five passes a game, and I'm okay with no, that. No, no, Baker's throwing thirty passes. That's sixty offensive snaps. Yeah, that's not that high. That's that's, that's really that's not that high. That's true, but if but so that puts them in the uh, the bottom third of the league, bottom quarter of the league, if they're only getting 60 snaps on offense. That's very true because because you think about some of these games where you have to throw like 40, 50 times in a, in a ball game, you probably still already have about 15 runs by that point. So that's, you know, 65 well, you, plus punts. Think about uh, it like this, though. Or snaps. If Baker's so, throwing 35 passes, each of them is getting – I don't mind him throwing 35. I don't want him throwing that much. Get if the he's points. throwing that, no, I understand that, but he should be able to. He should be able to get you down the field in less throws, and you should be able. You should be. You should be able to run the. Be able to run the ball. You could get to seventy snaps. Him throwing thirty-five. Each of those guys getting fifteen, and working actually, somebody else in at twenty-five or five other rushes. Thirty-five, thirty-five, and that's your split. And that's not crazy to expect or to hope for. Seventy offensive snaps puts you towards the top. Yeah, definitely at the top of the league at that point. But, but I'm really hope. But I'm really hoping that Baker's not throwing that much. I don't, I really don't want Baker throwing more than twenty. You know, much more than twenty five that often. I think you really need to be leaning out on your running backs, especially AFC North football is a different monster. Yeah, it'll, a- it'll be interesting. North, AFC there's, North. There's football no domes. Is, exactly. AFC North football, especially as you start getting later in the year towards towards December. You need to be counting on these running backs to run to run you the ball, and that's that's what you're going to get when you get uh you get Hunt back. If we're looking at that eight game mark, which yeah. you know we'll find out what that is maybe by the next time we uh, we record. I don't think so. I I, I think they're going to be wrapping up here in the next couple of weeks. We'll we'll find out by the draft. We should know by the draft. I would hope so. <laughs> but nonetheless, I think it's a a positive thing for them. I think it's going to move them in the right direction. Positive football. Let's let's <laughs> positive. I got I got to stress that positive football wise. Now, when you take the football out of it, that's where then everything gets really muddy. Everything it gets. The discussion gets tough. I know. I know. We don't agree necessarily on uh, how long he should be suspended and some other off the field and, issues and my, as and far my, as him. And my dad actually had. You know, and he's un- he's he's unfortunately right. Who's who's to say that? How many games did Ray Rice get when he actually got suspended? Um, what did he ultimately get? I think it was six. Appealed down to. Explain to me as my da- and the, my dad brought these up, and I think it's a, I think it's a valid argument. How can he suspend him more than six games? Then. Yeah, especially I, because I per- Ray pers- Rice straight up dropped her. I mean, he knocked the, his the now wife out. The video watches her just watches him yes. knock her out yes. flat on her ass. But this is, this but I is think nowhere that near was a, in that regard in terms of the video. I think one of the bigger issues that you have to look at here is is that um, the NFL has created a stronger policy, whether <laughs> or not it's always enforced or not. In in theory, they have a stronger policy than they had then, and yeah. he does have two separate instances at other bars. They, yeah. Where they said they're yeah. We're, again, you have to look into it. It sounds like a lot of those where he was instigated and he was provoked, and hopefully that anger management and alcohol counseling that he's gone to will help him 
mature and not run into those kind of issues. Maybe not be out at the bars until midnight, one, two in the morning. Yeah, if, he, if he's dealing some with that his kind of alcoholism, stuff. he shouldn't be in the bars anymore. That's going to be the big thing. He shouldn't well, be in these places anymore. We, and let's let's make sure you don't we know put... if it's alcoholism or if it's just having yep. an issue with anger and alcohol. That's true. Because it wasn't said that he is an alcoholic. It just says that he's went to alcohol and anger counseling. Yeah. So don't want to go too far into that. If you find out he's at a bar and he's he's home by say eleven, it's yeah. not an issue if there's no incidents. Now if he's home by eleven and he knocks somebody out, that's a different story. Yeah, it's. Other people have brought up other points that the fact of, you know, where have all these incidents happen? Yeah, that's that's the other one. Um, in the Cleveland area. I think one of them was put in Bay, but still. Yeah, in Ohio. It, it's it's happened Ohio. In, his, in, his, in his stomping grounds. In his stomping grounds. Yeah, where he's grown up. Grown yeah. up, gone to college. Yeah, because he went to Toledo. He's from, uh, went to from Cleveland. Went, went to Willoughby South. South. Yeah, so he's Toledo. he's definitely a hometown uh, hometown player. If uh, if he doesn't have any issues, it's gonna be really exciting to have another hometown person on the team. Oh, absolutely. You know, you also have Denzel Ward on the defensive side as a hometown guy, so it's oh, not like yeah. it's not like he's exclusive to that. Right. But you think back, you think like Brian Hoyer. Go back to go back. You to know, you think Brown. Joe Jervicious. You, you go back to previous Browns years. They were like afraid to bring in anyone from Ohio. It seemed like. Excuse me. It seemed like. They didn't bring in anyone from Ohio. Yeah, it definitely felt like there was a big aversion to that. Yeah, I don't know why, but, but I, I really, I just, I really hope that he, you know, I hope he's gotten better. Like, because everything, you know, I know the video may not have, I know, it didn't show anything nowhere near Ray Rice. It was nowhere near the Ray Rice video. Uh, unless you but, asked uh, but some still of the wrong. major news stations. Right, but it was still wrong. What he did was 100% wrong. That's just one. And I if feel, she if she wants to keep talking, keep promoting, you know what? You just gotta go back, go back into your fucking hotel room. Well, it's lock not the his hotel fucking room. door. It's literally his apartment. He rents a condo there, or well, owns a condo well, there. It's his I, place. No, I understand because somebody I work with, his now fiance, used to live used to live in the nine. So there, there's I think some hotel. I think it's there's some hotel, some condo. Yeah, but that wasn't a hotel room. That okay. was actually his place. Well, then you know what? That he has. Then you know what? You fucking walk back in the goddamn room, you lock the goddamn door, and you call security. Well, exactly. He never should have left the room. No. That was his mistake. Now, there's two sides of everything. She did oh. attack his girlfriend. And that's on the video. He doesn't have a girlfriend. He did. Well, then he... Oh, or so a he... female companion of his. Yes. She She assaulted. She attacked. Whatever yeah. word you want to put in there. Right. So so it's not like she's just this innocent person who got who got shoved. Right. She, she punched him. I mean, you can see that in the video. Yeah. So but, I, I'm not even, I'm not saying what he did is right. I'm just saying that that it's not like it's not like there's one party here and the other party was just like the Ray Race incident where the other party right. from all accounts was literally not doing anything wrong. This this was definitely a two party situation where one party was the primary aggressor. But then the other party ended it, if right. that makes sense. Yeah. If it was a man and a man, you wouldn't be saying anything. That's true. Man, and man, I think, woman, woman, you wouldn't. No, right. no, same it, sex. Same sex, yeah, you wouldn't be. But because it is you know, opposite sex, it's a bigger deal. And yes, he, he should not have touched her. Was he provoked? Yes. But he shouldn't have touched her. And unfortunately, this is what puts us, you know, puts him in his spot, which then has put the Browns in their spot. 
it's not something you want to talk about. It's not it. It's something that shouldn't have to be talked about. Because, you know, I know you were brought up away. I was brought up away. And you, you just that. unfortunately, you don't do that. No. But you, you, but but again, I. I haven't been in that situation where I'm being called racial slurs. A friend of mine was. Would you like to try that again? Slurs. <laughs> yes, yes. I slurred the word. Yeah. <laughs> but and my friend is being beat up. Right. And so. Right. And having alcohol involved. I've never been in that situation. I don't want to say. I, I want to say I would react better and I wouldn't do that. But you never know until you're there. And so I don't want to judge him based on all these other circumstances. If that. Yeah. I mean, that's I, all. That's my. I know, I know what you're saying. It's like. It's. It's just a tough thing. Yeah. It's it's a horrible he, thing. He put himself in a situation he shouldn't have been in. He did something he shouldn't have done, but he's not the only one who did anything wrong that right. night. But he's oh, yeah. the only one being punished, it seems like. Well... I'll, it seems like. Oh, yeah, it seems that... From, from, my, from my view, he's the only one being punished. If Well, yeah, because if it was just normal court proceedings, honestly, none of this would probably be going to court. If you look at it, none, well, yeah, none of this of is probably not. going to court. Uh, police and sent and people both on their uh, way and said, and we're done. NFL, yeah, they pretty much just did it as like a almost like a domestic disturbance of they're yelling, and then they just brushed it off as get your shit together, and then the police just called it end of day. But because now, he, you know, you are playing a professional sport. You're supposed to be, you're supposed to be, you don't want it to be. You, you may not want to be, but you're supposed to be essentially a role model. Yep. For. Kids and you know people everywhere. Now you're going and doing this. They have to. NFL has to take a stand, and they got to punish you for being a dumbass. But um, how about my fantasy team? I now have Hunt and Chubb. I'll take Chubb back. <laughs> sure. I just got to go back and see what my fantasy team is. I could use another. Yeah. I could use another running back. To yeah. Go, I could to pair with uh. With Alec Kamara. With Alec Kamara. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I might have to do something. Yeah, dude, my, I'm going to be tough to keep it both of them. I've, I've got have, too many guys on the same team now. Yeah, you, you got him. At the same position, you, yeah, you got which is running back. You can't have Hunt, Chubb, Connor, James Connor. Le'Veon Bell, who's still oh, with the Steelers. You have Bell, too. Yeah. Yeah, oh. so I have doubles I should, I AFC should North, just, same team. I should just give you my money now for next season and just say. Well, I can't it. keep all four. I only keep five. That's. Hell, you'd be and set, obviously, you'd be I'm set. keeping Hopkins and Adams. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't wait till we really got to get into fantasy, into fantasy football talk. Yes, but but yeah, I I think pretty much I think sum, sum it up. Kareem Hunt, what he, what he did was what he did was stupid. What he did was stupid. You should have completely done things differently. But then from a football standpoint, this is low-risk, high-reward for the Browns. Yes. Yeah, I think they made a, a good move. I think and, one of and the things that helped with this move was John Dorsey's relationship with him from Kansas City. That and one thing, also $0 guaranteed. Yeah, that's so, true, too. So if, some, so if something comes up, you can cut them, and it's not going to cost you a damn thing. Well, and there was rumors that it might have been Chicago because... Um, there were three There were three teams. And, and Who was the third? Because I only heard Chicago and us. Us is in the Browns. Kansas City. They weren't going to bring him back. There were rumors. I, those, I don't believe those. They weren't bringing him back. They released him like that. But you, they but weren't going to bring him back. But even think about it. It's Who are the three? The three teams that talked about it is Kansas City, the team he was drafted by. Yep. Chicago Bears. Chicago, his old offensive coordinator. Yep. 
who he talked to multiple times afterwards. And the Browns, the GM who drafted you. Yeah. It, honestly, I would have loved to seen him in Chicago from a fantasy perspective. <laughs> but I'm really happy he's here with the Browns from a football I, perspective. I, I think, I don't know if he would have actually gone to Chicago because, you know, because uh, Tariq Cohen. No, I think he would have. I think that would have made Cohen a great tandem better. for them. Yeah, because oh, yeah, Kareem Hunt is a massive upgrade over Jordan Howard. Yeah. And, hey, I don't blame Chicago for not doing it, but I wouldn't have blamed them for doing it. I I, I am. I think they were in a similar situation. It would have been a low-risk, high-reward, just like the Browns. I, I am actually still a little surprised he didn't just go back to Kansas City. No, I think there was no way he was going back there. Because remember, the Kansas City said the reason why they released him was oh, because he, he wasn't uh, fully truthful and forthcoming about what had happened right. to them. And so because he wasn't, you know, fully truthful and forthcoming, so he wasn't they released him. With that yeah. So I don't think they were going to bring him back. Now, maybe he plays a year and three years from now, he's a free agent or something. Maybe Kansas City brings him back then. I could see that. Because now you have that, that gap of time. Yeah, but may, they were going to maybe this sign is, him Maybe back. this is going to be the buffer year, and then he'll go back. Yeah, I mean, you would need something like that. He's not just going to come come or, back. Or, so that's why I didn't ever believe Kansas City was an option. Or even, as, you know, because I had this conversation with my dad, because I just, I had thoughts, and I wanted to hear his thoughts, was that let's, let's you know, he makes it through this season, doesn't get in trouble. Could he give the Browns potentially a hometown discount of essentially – this is my hometown. You know, I don't have to go far. Plus, also a second chance discount of you guys just helped save my career. Yeah, you know, and, and it sounds like he and Dorsey have a good relationship. We just have to see how well he actually plays, how much of a split it is. Because if he's splitting carries very closely, then you're not going to be able to claim that top dollar because you're not performing at the top dollar. Right. But you're going to run into. Maybe other teams, they remember what you did your first year and a half at Kansas City. Yeah. they seen that you're still playing well, so they might say, let me jump on that Kareem Hunt train. So, you know, it really is going to depend on going forward. The other thing is, is if he doesn't, do you want to pay both him, Chubb? You're already paying Landry. Eventually that, that check's going to come due. Oh, yeah. And I'm okay. I'm okay with, with maxing the cap out. You and look, I, and you that's look at the I teams think, that were in the and I think that's last why, four, they were all right at the cap. And we, ha- and we have... A shit ton of cap room right now. There's still going to be some moving around, but I honestly think you're not going to see them do a ton of spending in free agency. They're going to go after some guys, but you're not going to see them going going crazy. For the fact of, you know, in about three in three years you got to pay Miles Garrett. In four years you're going to have to be paying Baker Mayfield and Denzel Ward, although and Nick Chubb. I hope that in three years you're already signing Baker Mayfield to an extension because he's done so well. But you don't but NFL I know you don't have to sign them till You have to declare that fifth year extension from the first round picks yeah. going into their fourth year, I think. Uh you don't have to declare going into their fourth year. They have to play their fourth year. And, yeah, then, and then you de- and then you can declare you're going to pick up their option. But I don't even care about the option. I want to re-sign him to like. No, I understand. I want to be like. But you you're getting to, a six-year deal because you've you done have, this good. But you don't have to. No, I, I know what you're saying. I get it. Right. You just it's not you like still got a couple of years. Yeah. You still have a few years. But I just don't want to do. But you gotta. You gotta. You start, wait. You wait. You wait. No, I want to get gotta, him on the books. No, I want to lock down. It's not like baseball. 
Like right. this You're is not gonna like bring this. NFL, <laughs> NFL, you can push it till that last year. Yep. I, I actually NFL, I don't think you can sign until that last year. Well, I think you can sign extensions. So like you can, exten- well, extensions, but I think you, ha- I think so they you have just to be going into the final into the last year of their contract. Okay. I think I believe that's how it is. No, I don't no. think they can have more than one year hanging on their contract. That makes sense. Yeah, they their their contracts are a lot more structured than some of the other leagues. Yeah, so I think I think that's going to be uh, moving like, on from be, that though. Yeah, let's move on. I think um, time on that. There was that big football game uh, a couple of weeks ago. Oh, the Pro Bowl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or, or are you talking about the Alliance of American Football? Well, that's the one. Or I the like one, or to you, talk are about. you are you talking the one in between that, that? I'm talking the the one where the NFL is actually like the WWE, so they actually start fixing games. That's the one I'm talking about. Oh, the snoozer bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one where the the refs made sure going into it that a certain team were to make it, and then they made sure that they were going to win based on how they called calls. Yeah, I. I you could talk about that one. That's my review. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because our la- yeah, because our last one was uh right before. It was it was a couple days after the championship games or yes, something yes. like that or yeah. See, I don't even remember when we did this. Yeah, one. it was a Tuesday before the championship. It was game. a Tuesday. Be- no, it was Tuesday after the championship. Yeah, game. you're right. After Tuesday after the championship game. Yeah, it was before the Pro Bowl game. But uh that's like a lot of people are saying. Oh, it was it was a great defensive game. I didn't think it was like a great defensive game. I just think it was a. I gotta be honest. I barely watched it. I didn't want to watch like, it. I watched it. Because you know it's the Super Bowl. Look, I, it's like the it's the biggest game. I of the watched year. it early on, but when you watch, I um, I got bored. When you watch Brandon Cooks get blown up after dropping the ball four steps later, and then you watch James White get blown up in the backfield, and they say it's a penalty because he didn't have enough time to catch the ball. I'm like, game's over. I'm done. New England's winning. You can tell the the NFL's oh, made the yeah. decision. So I remember I, that one. I pretty much, I, I, you know, had it on, but I was not following intently at that point because I knew the fix was in. I yeah, so Twitter I, and said I, it. I've never heard that. Like, oh, you have to, you got to give up. Hey, it's it's probably. Hey, it's the same thing of oh, the quarterback turned into a runner, so you're allowed to hit him in the head. Right. I didn't realize it's the, the it's Browns the same were in the rule. Super Bowl. It's a, yeah. Apparently, the Cleveland Browns rules have come in, came into the Super Bowl. Yeah. But and the yeah, Rams got them. <laughs> but it's like Rams weren't Rams weren't moving the ball well. No, they were not. I mean, and, and, even and even but early, those be, those little things like that that helps though. That's. That's a stop for them on defense. Like, and then that's a first down when you call the defenseless receiver I, I when they blow up Cooks. I which, am all for calling a defensive game a defensive game, but I did not feel like this was a defensive game. And, and real quick, because I understand that Patriots fans can complain about Cooks, because he got blown up in the Super Bowl the year before and it wasn't called, and it yeah. should have been. Just like it should have been oh, this when year. He, oh, when he almost died. <laughs> yes, yeah. So, so Cooks has been in two straight Super Bowls, and one of them he was knocked out of. Literally knocked out of. Oh, yeah, he's 0 for 2 in Super Bowl. And this one, he was... I mean, the fact that they are not calling these on him is kind of funny in a sad kind of way. But the NFL should have called it this year. They should have rectified it, and they should have said, you can't do that to a defensive receiver. The ball was behind him. He reached back. He barely got a finger on it. And three steps later, he gets leveled. That's not okay. Especially when they're trying to protect people from concussions. That's asking for a concussion. Ask Baker Mayfield. He knows all about it, I'm sure. But he wasn't concussed, remember? That's true. He actually wasn't. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. But, yeah, so that's that's my Super Bowl thing. Although, I guess uh, I guess uh, Julian Edelman's in the Hall of Fame now? <laughs> I, there was 
Oh, I think it was, I was listening to the Tomahawk podcast that uh, one of them, I think it was, uh, no, I think it was Hawkins. I think it was Hawk that brought up of that the game was so boring that they had no idea what to talk about, so they just decided, hey, let's, uh, so do you think Edelman's part of the Hall, you know, Hall of Fame now? Or do you think this puts him closer to the Hall of Fame? And it's like, I no. Julian Edelman has less yards than Jabbar Gaffrey. Jabbar Gaffney? And if you're saying who, that's exactly the point to that. He has less yards. Really? Yes. God, and Gaffney hasn't played in like seven years. Yeah. Or something like that. Well, right. I mean, I, but, but that's, that's the point, though. He has less yards career-wise than he I had. Didn't think, I didn't even think Gaffney had that many. Well, that's because Julian Edelman doesn't have that many. <laughs> because Julian Edelman has only showed up in, like, six games in his he's, career. He's, he, he's, 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 he's conference championship and Super Bowl, and that's all he shows up he, for. He shows up for the big games. When the, stat, when, the stat, when the stats technically don't count. Okay, yeah. Well... Your playoff they, stats they, count they, to a certain point. They count point. playoff stats, but when it comes to but you can't get in only based on it, playoffs. Yeah, that's the thing. It only playoffs is not a criteria. True. No, he can't. I I I don't see how this is even a discussion right now. No. Plus, he shouldn't be in anyway. Why is that? Oh, I think we both know why. He likes the needle, and not the heroin. The uh, the steroids. That's very true. Yeah. I know that's something that I put on our list of discussion points of, and I don't think it's it's really much, the whole NFL and PEDs versus MLB and PEDs. I think the NFL and PEDs you don't see it as much, you really don't see it as much, and the ones that have, they've been getting caught with a lot recently is the Adderall, which I didn't realize that was, that's really considered that much of a PED, but I guess because it's you know it helps you focus. Somehow that's a performance-enhancing drug. Well, and I don't think it's necessarily that I'm allowed to take it. I think you have to have it registered, if I'm right. Like, you have to declare to the league. It's I think like you, you have to have show up and I think it. you have to have a certain type, because that's what... Which would make sense. Joe Hayden got suspended for a few yeah. years ago. I think that's what... I thought that's, I thought that's what Edelman got, but apparently he did. <laughs> apparently yeah. it was something different. Yeah, I, I think Edelman was actually, actually using steroids. Oh. Of some sort. Of some sort. Whatever that might be. You know, maybe, hey, maybe hey, he had a cream. Hey, he could have. Maybe he, he wasn't shooting up. Uh, maybe steroids yeah. like. Um, hey, he Jose Canseco. Hey, he could have easily gone with that. Can't read. Can't write. Can't stay in education. Just say. I guess he finally got back at uh, Sean McVay, right? Well, that's true. No, I thought he beat McVay. I thought. Uh, I thought McVay and uh, his team beat them. I could be wrong. I thought. I thought he was 0-1 against him, and now he's. Oh, uh, I remember. Seeing, maybe I remember seeing CBS Sports. Post yeah, they, that of, everybody they talked went, about that the whole week leading up. I which know. I did. I did find that kind of funny. Yeah. it's like, oh, they played against each other. Now this, but it makes me sad. It also makes me sad just thinking. It's like, dude, Sean McVay is like 31, 32. I'm, free, I'm about, you know, I'm turning 31 here in about in a month. You're turning 32 here in a couple of weeks. Yep. That it's like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> it's like here's this guy. He's now the head coach of a pro of a professional professional sports team, and has like this super hot model, you know, girlfriend, fiance. I'm single as fuck. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? <laughs> well, maybe I should have played football in college. Maybe I should. That could have solved the problem right there. Yeah, I'm gonna blame other things. 
you make. But sometimes yeah, you make it, very you make mistakes in your. Life. In my book, Edelman should never be in the Hall of Fame. No. Just no. like Jose Canseco should never be in the Hall of Dude, Fame. Dude, Jose Canseco just shouldn't be anywhere near the Hall of Fame. Jose Canseco just needs to go in the fucking woods. Well, come on now. now they should, did you not they see... They shouldn't Pete Rose Dude, Jose Canseco. Did you not You shouldn't see, Pete Rose Did you him. not see his tweet or actually earlier this afternoon? I forgot to, I forgot no, to screenshot you didn't send it to me. you. Did I screenshot it? No. Oh. No, he posted, it's like, hey, if you want to go, like, Bigfoot and alien hunting with, like, me and his one friend, they posted a phone number to call. And you didn't call it? Oh, no, I didn't. I th- Man, that should have been perfect for the show. But I, didn't feel, I don't feel like pulling it up. Because what if it's an actual guy? I'm like, uh... And then just hang up. And then now they're going to fucking find me. Oh, Zeke Canseco's going to show up at my goddamn door. And that's just going to be weird. The problem there is what? I don't have my holy water to start chanting, you know, the power of Christ compels you and, like, shove them out of my goddamn apartment. Give them some softballs to sign. <laughs> Can you sign this? Can you sign this IV needle? No, but he's turned into a total wackadoo. He has, he has. So I'm not saying Edelman's like that. I'm talking more about about his his days with the A's in the late 80s. Yeah, late 80s, early 90s. Him him and McGuire. In in the stalls, needles in their ass, shooting up. Yeah. The steroids before games. I mean, I think that's what the story was, if I, I remember it was, right. Yeah. yeah. Did so, he come out and say that too? Yeah, I think he straight up said it. It was him and McGuire. Like not a secret. Oh yeah, that's why he. Uh, that's why he smashed the uh, not not Conseco McGuire. That's why he smashed the ball into the um, scoreboard at Jacobs Field. Yes. He was juiced. Yeah, he was. He was also taking testosterone, which really helps too. Yeah. Wasn't um. But that's the one he hit the, them should get in. The one he hit the scoreboard, was he with Oakland still at that point? Or did, was he in St. Louis at that point? I think he was still with Oakland. Okay. I think it was early enough he was I with Oakland. He, I think he did it a second time with St. Louis. I wouldn't be surprised. I know I, the one I, the, the one, one still has a spot. I don't know if they ever fixed it. Oh, yeah, they did. Because they replaced the signage. Because yeah, but No, they, they straight up replaced it because it's part of the main scoreboard now. Right. <laughs> I just wasn't sure if, you know, you leave that little spot out. You know, no, because memorial. those were, like, the rotating signs. Yeah, and okay, okay. No, now, like, the whole thing is a digital screen. Right, it's a giant right, TV yeah. screen. So, no, that's long gone. You're right, but they could have still put a bulb out or something as, like, oh, a... Oh, I would have... You know what I mean? Just put a little ball thing there. Yeah. Yeah. You always just have, like, that bulb out. Like, there's never anything lit up right there. Yeah, that's... You know, scoreboard's all lit up, and then you have but, a dark spot right there yeah. from, from where the ball I, hit. I would probably like play, that would have been kind of funny. Yeah, you know, kind of cool. Played, memorize uh, yeah, that. If he, did, if he didn't take P, you know, PEDs and wasn't like this strung out at, you know, well, well, he's not strung out. Let me let me retract that. If he wasn't all into the steroids and all of that before, I would play into that. But the fact that he was all into, he's into that and now. It's in this gray area where he, you know, McGuire's nowhere near the Hall of Fame. I'd still, I'd still roll with it. It'd just be funny, you know. Yeah. You know, think about it. Like ten years from now, taking your kid to the ballpark, and uh, man, Dad, why is that light out? Well, oh, that's the why. time in 1994 when Mark McGuire hit oh, the scoreboard. You, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just one of those things. You know, like you think about, like you know, you hear the stories. Now it's obviously not around anymore, but at Old Municipal Stadium. Yeah. Oh well, so and so's at the bat, and suddenly the the outfield wall moves back 10 feet in left field because it was mobile and that's the stories you used to hear you'd go to games and people would talk about the outfield wall just sliding a little bit one way or the other you never oh, heard that oh no, yeah i never heard that yeah yeah, yeah. they used to 
No, whether or not that actually happened, I don't know. But that's the that's the so, idea. Hey, like, you gotta, hey, you some of those you gotta have you gotta have some of those some of those stories. You know, so it that's makes, that's it one of those it, things that would be kind of cool if they would have still had that up there. Yeah, that would be. You good. know, you'd be have a whole generation of '90s baseball fans being able to talk about, talk about '90s what? Indians and everything else. You know, right. in the 2030s, 2040s. That's very true. Yeah, no, you have you have a valid point. That's going to be actually another thing is as this like I know we're. we're what happens with this ballpark as it keeps getting old? It's it's a twenty year old ballpark, over twenty twenty five year old ballpark this year. Yeah, but it's uh, still one of the nicer ones. Oh yeah, it is. With all, it's well it's like, I really like the changes they made. I know it reduced some seating, some stuff like that. Yeah. Um, no, but no, they're definitely keeping up with you know trying to appease the young. You know, the I, I like the corner. I do like the you know the corner. I like the food options. I still wish they'd be about two to three dollars cheaper because I still feel they're a little overpriced. Oh, they're way overpriced. Well, not not way. Some I, of those I think they're are a lot overpriced. closer. I think if everything was approximately, not obviously not everything, because you can't say the four dollar hot dog should be one dollar. But if except on Friday, you know, right? <laughs> but those ten to twelve dollar burgers and stuff that you get from some of the nicer places that are actually real restaurants, yeah, that probably should be like seven dollars. That's if you get those down to six, seven dollars. Oh my! You chi- start getting a lot more people buying. Them. I'm sorry, my chili cheese slider dogs should really only be like ten bucks. <laughs> How much are they? Twelve. Oof. No, because they're not like the full size hot dogs. They're like the mini hot dogs. You get three of them. The okay, chili okay. and cheese. Oh, they're fat. Well, they had the what is it? The rally burgers or something, or the slider burger? Or... Yeah, they they got a couple. You know what I'm talking about? It's, yeah. the, it's the you get like two of them, and it comes in a little dish. Those yeah. are only like eight bucks or something. Yes, yeah, so... those are good. I mean, they're covered in grease, but they are good. Hey, <laughs> okay, man. Sometimes you got to You're not. I understand you gotta try to have some of these healthy things there, but come on, it is to me it is a sporting event. You shouldn't be like, oh, here is my nice super gluten free vegan option of burger. Right now, if you're gluten free or you're vegan, I think you should be able to have that option. Yeah, and they do, and there's no problem with that. But because they also have the opposite of option of. Here's your some soaked the, in grease chili yes. cheeseburger. Now that yes, I understand there are some people who have the health reasons. Or yes, you have health reasons why you got to be the gluten free, the vegan free, the dairy free, the this free, that free. I get that, but man, nothing like a hot dog that you don't know what's in it, a burger that's just dripping. I always oh. just get the all beef hot dogs, which means that I know that it's all beef. <laughs> just throwing that out there. I know Dollar Dog Night is not oh, all beef. Oh, well, but yeah, when it, yeah, when it's not Dollar Dog Night, honestly, I'll get a broad or a sausage yeah. instead. I, I like my all beef hot dogs. I do wish they were a little cheaper because I would definitely want to eat about 10 of those. Yeah. I think I had $21 hot dog night. Dear Lord. I I, I like hot dogs. I, th- I think $1 dog night I did. I came with a 20 and I left with 20 hot dogs in my belly. Jesus Christ. I think $1 dog night, I had, I think, the most I had, I think, was eight dogs, two lemon ices. I felt like a young, not as good Kobayashi. <laughs> Joey Chestnut, come on, we're in America. Uh, Kobayashi was winning it back I know, then. I know, Kobayashi was big then. He was the guy. Like, I, like I've still tried to do, like, dollar dog night, right, like, with Josh. Like, and I'll sit there, like, I'll do, like, my six... And he, he, there was one, I think it was a couple of years ago, he even said the next day he was chugging water because of how, like... Oh, those, that shit sodium. Is, sodium. So yep. high. It'll drain you out. Oh, yeah, it will. All right, so I think what we're going to have to do then is we're going to revisit this in the summer, 
and we're gonna have to go to a dollar hot dog night. Dude, we're gonna and we're gonna have to get forty hot dogs. No, dude, and I'm, see how many you can eat. Dude, I'm gonna have. Okay, are we'll we have talking? Do, okay, dog and bun. Yeah, the whole oh, fucking thing. Oh dear lord, I think I'm gonna fast for two days first. I'm gonna have to. That's I'm not gonna good. You're gonna shrink your stomach a little bit. No, that's no. That's why you go with no. That's why you go with the professional eater route. You gotta drink all the water. Okay. You gotta, okay. you know, because then it keeps stomach. Yeah. Plus, yep. you're staying hydrated. So that when you have the twenty hot dogs, you already got the water in. And there's, you know, no puking. You can pee, but none of that. You know, and you just gotta go with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Can't can't puke or you lose. <laughs> I, I, I won a contest one time of eating the dollar hot dogs. Yeah. And the only reason why I won was because we went up to get more. And the one time I had one more hot dog than the other guy did because that's all they had left, uh-huh. and they were sold out. So I beat him seventeen to sixteen. Do I even want to? Do I even know the guy you probably did this with? Uh, John, Chuck's uh, little brother. John Kilgore. Yep. Baby Chuck. I beat him seventeen to who's sixteen. Who's now like a professional like trumpeter and no, he's like, a doctor. Wherever... Yeah, good I, for him. Seventeen to sixteen because because. When I got the hot dogs, I was able to get one more the one time, and we went up to get more, and we ran out. So I'm claiming the win, but it's known that it's not because he gave up. Maybe it's we'll, because he couldn't get more hot dogs. Maybe we're going to have to phone him in one of these times. <laughs> Which I, something tells me we won't be able to, but... No, one of the, like, what, what we're going to need is we're going to need some other, like, mobile audio equipment so then we can, like, somehow be talking while we're at the game, like, recording some stuff <laughs> at the game. And then put that into a podcast. That would be fantastic. By the way, did you sign up for your opening day uh, potential opening day raffle? No, I'm going to get on that. You just sent that today, though. Yeah, I sent you the link. Yeah, because they just po- they just yeah. announced it today. Yeah. So I'll get on that tomorrow or tomorrow morning. Indians.com slash opening day tickets. Don't go to it so then I can get opening day tickets. Thank you. Uh, fortunately, nobody's going to hear this until afterwards, so we'll be set. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I know. that's. I think Dan already said like with his... Opening like well, he's be, got tickets. He's got, right? he's got he's got season tickets. Season tickets, but it's it's split between like him and three other people. Okay. He said he's gonna yank his name out of it for getting because I we went last year. Like he got it last year. Yeah. He said he's gotten the last two years. Last year I think was the first opening day I missed in about four years. Yeah, because five years because I couldn't get the tickets. Yeah, and I'm like I'm not spending the ridiculous money on StubHub this year. No, and then Dan texts me like the day before saying, "Hey, you want to go?" I'm like, "Sure." <laughs> Why wouldn't I? I know. I was, I know. But See, it worked out on the positive side. I got to go to the playoff game, so. Yeah, we, we did go to the playoff game. I got to game. go to closing day? <sighs> closing time. Is that yeah. a thing? Closing day? Can we can we call that closing day? Let's just call that the unfortunate end of a. Uh... Closing day. It doesn't sound as cool, but it's a thing now. No, it's not. So I went to closing day last year. It was not closing day. I made it to one of the days. Made it to the last day. One of the, of the year. bookends. The last day of the year. I made it to the to the uh, the last bookend of that's, the season. I think that is actually that is you know it's an unfortunate ending. That's the first time ever I I have actually bookended a year. Yeah. I went to the home went well the home opener and then the home finale. Uh, hopefully, I haven't looked at the schedule yet this year. Actually, to be honest with you, April. Ho- it's hopefully, April first. Oh, I know, but hopefully, baseball started to figure out that you shouldn't schedule the most home games for the Indians in April. Oh, I don't remember. I don't even remember how that looks. The last like four years, they've had the most home games in April and the second most in May. And it's like you wonder why attendance isn't there. It's because nobody wants to go to a baseball game when it's thirty degrees out and possibly snowing. Well, they st- yeah. And where do they start the season this year? Minnesota. Yep. <laughs> Without a dome, I know. Without a dome. Like, how do you not figure out that if you're 
in the north, unless you have a dome, you should be playing out west or down south. Though it does that, their home. It's like they play. They start the season in a uh, in Minnesota for three. Yeah. Then they're home for six. Then they go on the road again. But it's so. Do they but have twelve? But it's at Detroit and at Kansas City. Well, Detroit's then, a dome. No, Detroit's outside. Outside. Yeah. Then they go to Kansas City, but Kansas City should be it's at neutral. least like neutral. 40s. Kansas City's like a good. Uh, Kansas City should. And by and by the time you get to Kansas City, you're leading. You're almost right into tax day. So mid April. Getting to mid April, so it's like maybe forties. And, that, and then you, and then you go on your first. Uh, you don't even go on a west west coast trip. It's you go to it says Detroit, Kansas City, Seattle, and then you come home. Why aren't we opening in Seattle? They have a dome. Sort of. It's not a full. It's not a full dome. It doesn't close anymore. It's not like Safeco. No, it is Safeco, but it's it's. I don't, don't think there's ever the, completely the closed. The King Dome, right? The King Dome was a dome. Yeah, it's not like that. Safeco was not like that. Safeco was like is like retractable, but I don't think it was a complete dome. Okay. I thought it covered like half the field. Well, Maybe it did completely. That seems like a, a a waste of. It's a dump. But whatever. But whatever. the point but, is, is that how are we not opening in places that are are domed, because or at least ninety percent domed, or or you start or you do down your west, south, do your west coast, your south. You know, I get. And I don't. I haven't seen a schedule, but I get wanting yeah. to have Boston and Houston open. I can understand that that concept there. Are they playing each other like the first week? I am assuming they are. I don't know. You figure but they probably are. A lot of a lot of leagues do that kind of thing, and I understand trying to have this played in division, but none of our division teams have domes, and they're all up north. And so then, and why then don't he, we open interleague? Let's play in Milwaukee. And then here, and then here's you know back to back to the dumbass scheduling of middle of, middle of middle of April. So you cut middle. How many? No, how many home games do we have in April? Twelve or sixteen? Uh, uh, really like, that could be a four game set. One, yeah. One, two, three. Seven, there's there's six there. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven. That's all. Yeah, well, because April you usually have a few extra off days. No, no, no. But that's that's good. I feel like that's down from. But but years. but here's the thing, what like when you come back home? Because that gives you seventy for the other months. Yeah, but when you come, yeah, but it's like you have your, fir- what you have the first six where it's what the White Sox, the White Sox. Nobody's gonna want to go to those. Blue Jays, non-division, non-division in the beginning of April, dumb as shit. But nobody's then gonna want to. Nobody's gonna, gonna want to go to the White Sox in April. No, but at least it's interdivision. So True. then, if it's shitty weather, you know you you know they're coming back two more times during the year. Right, but that's where you bring in the non-division teams because you want to see them during the not shitty in weather. April. That's, no, April, April, September needs to be division. I get it. I, I don't disagree because then what you're looking at is is that if it is shitty, you know you're gonna see them another time. Plus, it's nice to open the season division and close the season division because it makes those races a lot better. Yeah. 100%. But what I'm saying is is that if you want attendance purposes, you bring in the team that's only going to be there one time or two times. But you're not going to want to bring them in April when the weather is shit. But Which it, is why when they come when they come back around, they they have those two. They kind of have the Blue Jays. They go out on their road trip. They come back. Three against the Braves. Two against the Marlins. Then they go to Houston. Oh, and then they and then the thirtieth yeah. and May first. Then they go to two against two in Miami against the Marlins, and then they're done. I that's another thing that 
fucking pisses me off right now with baseball scheduling is these goddamn interleague two-game sets. Two-game home-and-homes. I'm not a fan of the two-game series. No. Which, which essentially, at that point, is a four-game series split up. Yes. And I get that, and that's fine, but just turn it into a sixer. Yeah. Which is which, which means is what, which is what's angry. You're going to see the ace, and ideally you'll see him twice. Which is what angers me that they've done it with Cincinnati the last two years, and it's always been a fucking Monday through Thursday two-game home-and-home. Yep. Two games in Cincinnati, two games in Cleveland. No, I want a three game over the weekend because I actually want to go down to Cincinnati and see my like go go travel, see my team in Cincinnati. Well, because I've never been down there. Can we get a four and three with Cincinnati? How are we not getting seven games with them? Interleague. I know. It's but all come interleague. on, Cincinnati, in-state I'm rivals. Just... I mean, it's you know like it's it's if you're gonna pick one interleague team to have extra games against, yeah. How can it not be them? Yeah, and kind of probably how it should be, you know, like. Giants and A's. Yeah. Uh, let's say Angels, Dodgers at this point. Yankees, Mets. Yankees, Mets. White you know, Sox, Cubs, yes. I mean, no. you, run into the, you run into the issue there with some of them. You don't, you don't have, have an immediate that. rival, but that's fine then. You, you can go, um, you used to be able to do Astros, Rangers, but now they're both in the uh, in the yeah, West. Well, yep. So they're getting, hey, they're getting even more. <laughs> because uh, because you, didn't, you didn't do the thing of bringing Milwaukee back to the American League. Yeah, and I, I don't think... Where they'd, they'd been, been for almost their whole existence. They were for... Yeah, and then when you had to shuffle it because of... Uh... They were bouncing. There was no reason other than that it was 16 and 14. No, there no, there was some reason why we shift, why they shifted. Because they only moved one team. They only moved the Astros to the American League. They didn't shift anybody else. It was 16 and 14, and they balanced it for well, cause you, for because numbers. the one year, because then you brought in Tampa and Arizona, and I think that's when they reshuffled. That was in 2000. They didn't they didn't bring the Astros to the American League until like 2010. You mean the National League? The Astros were in the National oh, League. Oh, oh, oh! You're talking the, Astros. Yeah, I I always thought you were talking when the Brewers went oh, to the no, National. Oh no, 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 no! But when they reshuffled it. Yeah. Because they rebalanced. They it went from like, 16 National and 14 American to 15 and 15. It was like 14. It was, was like it 13 long? or 14. I see. I thought it was closer to 10, but whatever. The point is, is that they should have brought the Brewers back to the American instead of bringing yeah. the Astros. No, it was the whole reason. And the, I get it. They were looking at the West and making them all you, even you, numbered. No, the only reason they did that is because Houston changed ownership. What? Well, but they no. They, Houston changed ownership and and condition and conditions of the sale of the team was to switch Houston to the American League. But the reason why was because they were balancing the divisions. Every division yeah, now has five, five teams. teams. Yeah, right, and they weren't going to take the Brewers and send them out west. Or they weren't going to take the yeah. White Sox and turn them into the west. And they weren't turning Kansas City into the west, which Kansas City could have been the easy one because they're, they're the basically north-south of what Houston is. Yeah. But, you know, I, I get all that, and that's where I'm saying you should have just moved Kansas City then to the west to balance it and brought the Brewers back. Yeah. It's fine. It's whatever. I just – it always bothered me that they, they moved the Brewers – to the other division or the other league, and then to bring them back when you decided to bring a team yeah, back. Yeah, and, th- and I thought I heard something that Milwaukee hasn't been super thrilled being in the National League anyway. I'm sure they're not. So <laughs> probably for the, because it was they spent their whole their whole existence yeah. in the American. Well, league. they built those rivalries, everything else. You know, in thir- 20 years from now, it's not going to matter right. because a lot of those old timers, unfortunately, aren't going to be around to be like, hey, I sure. remember when we used to play all these teams all the time. True. 
So it's going to move on. It's just one of those things where you have it now, and that's how it's going to run. That's true. Right. We've we only gotten through like two things. Well, we moved a little bit. Um, the AAF. Did you you watch the game on Saturday, right? Do you know I, I watched the one game, game on, on I watched the one game on Saturday. I watched both games on Sunday. So I I could not catch any of the games on Sunday, but I did watch the most of the fourth quarter, maybe the whole fourth quarter of the game with the uh, the fleet. Oh, San Diego, oh, San Diego, San Antonio. Yeah, well, the the fleet San uh, San Diego is my team now in the AAF. So why I'm is calling them right now. Uh, I'm playing them. Why is that? A. What Kentucky guy is playing for? Him? Oh no, none. <laughs> there's there's no no. Uh, I, I have uh, a cousin that lives in San Diego. Oh. Um, so okay. that's an easy choice. I feel San Diego got robbed when the uh, Chargers were stolen from them. So yeah, that's that another dumb. good one. I hope this AAF lasts because I'm happy they're there. So yeah. I hope the fleet does great. But also, I love their logo, man. Oh, the, the ship with the guns on the side. <laughs> I'm like, I'm on board. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. Yeah, like I watched. You need to get a fleet jersey. I, I watch these games, and besides the fact that, you know, I do find it funny that Starter is the official jersey of the AAF, or as they call it, the Alliance. Yeah, which, I, I like it. Which. It's the Alliance I, of American Football, which, AAF. Yeah, but every time I hear the Alliance, I don't know, you know. You think WWE, I get it. Yes. I get it. Yes, and every time I hear it, all I, yes, I just think of the invasion period, and it just makes me like, dude, no, you cannot call yourself the Alliance. I, I want to just email, like, WWE and say, you need to trademark this so then I feel better about things. They probably can't <laughs> trademark it at this point. They probably can't. They're going to uh, get WWF'd. Yeah, they're going to get WWF'd. Uh, but which you, by the you way I still use... have a hard time calling it the WWE yeah because I still always think WWF in my head because I stopped watching yeah when it became the WWE shortly I, th- shortly thereafter I still I still shortly thereafter yeah I I still need to go find the one shirt where it says WWF and it's a panda holding a steel chair <laughs> that is great <laughs> I want one of those. If I could find it, I'll send you the link. But it's, yeah, it's been a couple years that. since I've seen that. Find but I gotta that. find that. No, but see, like watching some of the games, it's like you could tell these are all like second, third string practice squad type guys. Yeah, but that doesn't matter to me but, because the game it actually was good football. It, like it, it, I mean, it wasn't terrible you, football. Not, but again, same thing. No, you can have good football in made, college, and none of those guys in the field yeah. might be NFL guys. Right, but it, they could all be AAF guys. They, they could be. And, that's, and, that's, and I love, I do, and their contract structure is great. Yeah, yeah, it sets up, uh, I, I, I like, like the, the bonus incentive. Stuff. Yeah. I, I don't know if you heard that, that for, yeah, uh, for the defense. If you make like a turnover, the, the whole defense, defense gets a bonus. Yeah, and so it, it rewards like the team. For, it's a good it's, team concept. It's probably like that for the offense, too. You score a touchdown, the whole, t- the whole yeah, offense Yeah, I, I imagine gets, there's gets some. There's yeah. probably stuff like that. I think it's interesting. They essentially have more or less eliminated a kicker from the game. Yeah. He's only there for field goals. Because uh, you start at the 25. Yeah, no no. You have kick to go off, for two. No kickoffs, no extra points. Yeah. No onside kicks. Yeah, well, I can't wait. I, was, to... I really wanted to see it. I, was I really, know. They were so close in that game. I, I want to see what this onside kick play is to determine if you win the onside kick or not. No, I, no it's it's like, what, 4th and 12 from your own, like, 25, 28, I think it is. Is that what it is? It's 4th and 12. It's, it's technically 4th and 12 from your own 28. That, yeah, because if you get it, then it's like you're on your own 40. And it, more I know or it's less, more because if you get more, then you get more. But yeah. what if you don't get it? Where's the ball go? Um, 25 still? 
I wonder if it's like from, I don't know. Or if does the other, other team get it at the 40? I don't know if the other team would get it at the 28. Because if that's the case, then you'd never go for it, right? I mean, because you're essentially no, giving the, up the game. But, but you saw but you saw the, the only times that you can, I don't see, I don't know what happens if you miss it. Right. The only times that you can go for the onside play is last, is if you're down more than 17 or the last five minutes of the game if you're trailing. Right, which makes sense. Which makes sense. And that's perfectly fine because you don't want to have that going on all the time. Every time you score, going, all right, well, we're going to go for the uh, right. onside. And, you know, just like every fourth down, I'm going to go for it, which I would love to just be like, you have to go for it every fourth down. But that would right. be crazy. Yeah, it would. Well, because there's, there's some like, good punters there. Yeah. No, Cole there's, Schmidt, there's Jeff some good Lott. players. There's some good like kickers that have been in the NFL. Well, there's, the, the kicker the, for there's, uh, San Antonio, I think it was. Was a kicker for the Chargers this year. Uh, I think he got. I think he got a couple of games. Uh, Nick Novak is kicking in a uh, for Birmingham. Uh, uh, Trent Richardson with Birmingham. Yeah, former first round pick. Two touchdowns, like nineteen carries, thirty seven yards, and he got fined for uh, spiking the ball. I think it was for spiking. No, he spiked the ball. And it went over the fence into the stands. Is that what it was? Yeah, because you're flag- not allowed to. He got flagged for yeah, that. The- well, he got fined. I saw oh, that. Oh, he got fined too. Yeah. There, I think there's something with the footballs. because They're I smart think- footballs or something. Yeah, yeah well, so they don't want them going. I haven't, I haven't seen the app yet. Like, I've just seen the commercial. Have you seen the commercials for the app? No, no, no. So apparently the app, like, you know, how like ESPN has their game cast and it'll tell you play by play. Apparently with the AAF app, you can follow the games and it's like live. Like, there's bubbles of the players, and the players move as the play happens live. Right, I'm going to have to get this and, and use it this weekend, because that sounds to, amazing. I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think I think starting with this weekend now, it's there's still the two games on Saturday, but it's but it's like Sunday. There's one game in the afternoon, one game in the evening. Makes sense. Yeah, because it's 18 leagues, so you're going to have four games. And I, think, and I think starting, like, week four, I want to say the Saturday afternoon games, like, on Bleacher Report Live. But I think, like... But are they still going to have games on CBS? Is CBS going to carry it? Where are no. these games going to be? Um, was it a special thing for this I weekend? I think it was just a special one for this weekend. I want to say... they had really good ratings. I want to say... Really good ratings. I want to say... They beat a basketball game ratings. They did. See, I did not hear that. They beat um, They beat OKC Houston on Saturday night. No shit. That was a, yeah. That was actually a really good so, game too. And part of it is all right. So it's the first game. Everything else, you know, how is this product going to be? So I was really hoping they'd be on there because you have to look at weeks two, three, and four to really see are they actually beating the NBA, Very or true. was that a fluky thing? Yeah. I don't think it was fluky though. I think uh, I think the NBA might have an issue if this is successful. Uh, week two, it's not going to be like on CBS. Uh, week two. Uh... The Saturday 2 p.m. games on TNT, 8 p.m. on NFL Network, Sunday 4 p.m. CBS Sports Network, and then 8 p.m. NFL Network. Week 3 is the one where the Saturday afternoon game goes to Bleacher Report Live, but it's it's going to be uh, like CBS Sports Network's going to get the Sunday afternoon game, and then the, the night games are going NFL Network. Okay, so that's not too bad. Most people at this point get the NFL Network. Yeah. I want to say, yeah, uh, TNT is a huge deal for him too. Though. But that's but that's only having one a game. T- no, but the more you can get on that that network kind of TV, yeah. it's going to be big for him. And depending on how they structure those contracts, they may want to pick up the end of the season. 
Uh, the TV. Oh, you mean the TV contract? Yeah, they might want to say, "Hey, let's let's add that game in there. Let's right. get this." They yeah. might, they might, you know, it's flex schedule as I'm doing air quotes here. Yeah. Ah, I don't know. It's gonna, it's, it's gonna, it's interest, gonna be interesting to see how the league goes. I, I'm excited. The, I want it to have staying power. Because it's, it's. They even said it's gonna be kind of like a developmental league for the NFL. They, they're kind of in cahoots with the NFL. But obviously not all the rules are the same. And the NFL doesn't own them. They are essentially owned by some entity. I think there's eight owners that share the ownership contest, if I understand it correctly. But there's a lot of former NFL people hooked into this. Yeah, no, and that's important. I've I've seen a few people say that a lot of this stuff the NFL is considered, but the NFL isn't going to try it out. So the NFL is very vested in how this goes because then they can consider rule changes based on some of this stuff. Yeah. I think the kickoff is a big one that the NFL is going to be interested in. Yeah. It feels like they want to eliminate the kickoff the more and more you see it. Just for safety reasons. But you think about, you eliminate the kickoff, do the uh, Colts win that Super Bowl? See? You're you're changing the game, yeah. but you're not just changing it at that point. Now you're eliminating a whole factor yeah. of the game. Yeah. Maybe maybe they do, because maybe they, they make that, that onside kick play. But what if they don't? What if that's suddenly not even an option because the Saints say, hey, you know what? We're not going to come out and try to surprise you with an onside kick play because that's not a surprise. Right. So we're just going to give you the ball to 25. Yeah. I like mean, that, that, the Colts start with the ball to 20, back yeah. at their own 25. That could yeah, change everything. It changes everything. Yeah. So uh, personally, uh, I don't think I don't the think NFL should. should get rid of it. I love the AAF doing it, though. Yeah. I have no issue with with them kind of having slightly different rules. Right. And and think about this. Go go one more year from now. Now you're going to have the XFL. Yeah, I don't know if I'm as uh, hyped about that it, as I am that the will, AAF. It's not going to be anywhere near the original XFL. Well, I heard they like toned it back. And the XFL, a lot of those concepts from the original are in the NFL now. There's, well, there's the Skycam, everything. Yeah. No, th- there were a couple things that actually did. Like, yeah. But there's going to be some things I think they're going to try to do differently, and I think the biggest one for them is going to be, I I think they may actually change their enrollment rule. I've heard oh. they, they may consider going to, you can, you can leave college after two years and come play for us. No, oh, the XFL. Okay. Yeah. Well, but we can we can talk about that when it gets closer to them when they when there's yeah because they're they're still just announcing like head coaches and GMs. Which did you see who they announced their first one? No, no. For their Dallas team, no. Their head coach and GM, Bob Stoops. For real? They got Bob Stoops as their GM head coach. I'm a big fan of the Stoops. The whole Stoops family. And they just and he I, is I now like the Bob. head coach GM like of the Mark. Dallas XFL team. Well, you know who the head coach of uh, Kentucky football is, right? One of them. Yep. I, I didn't think any of them were head coaches anymore. I thought they were all assistants. Oh, no. Or, as Bob was, out. No, no. Which I'm, I'm curious about. about. Best ever season since, uh, what was it, 78? Stoops. Those are they Ohio did, guys. They did better than uh, when Tim Couch was there? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. They had a defense this time. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. It wasn't just a uh, a local kid throwing the football around. That's very true. Which that's what Tim Couch was. He right. was a, a local yeah. guy throwing the football around. But yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah. Well, but let's let's XFL. We can talk about when it gets closer but to that. But let's... I hope the AF stays. Yeah. And I'd love to see them expand twelve to sixteen teams. I don't think they're going to. 
I've maybe twelve. I've seen some rumors that they they've scouted out potentially four other cities. Okay, twelve. I think twelve. I'm not most. saying they double in a year. I'm no. saying maybe six, ten years no, from now think, you move up to sixteen. I think even with this league, I think twelve needs to be the max. I, I think can, I you can't drown it out. No, you're right, but. Especially if you have another league coming in. Like, I understand the XFL is going to be its own entity. Yeah, and no, you're right. You're competing with them, it's, you're everything gonna, else. You don't want to drown, to me, you don't want to drown the talent because you you have 30, what, 32 teams in the NFL. With 53-man rosters, with plus 53 you have, man what is a 10-man practice, squad? practice squads. So it's 63-man. Yeah, yeah, essentially 63 times 32. Now you have 8, which I want to say theirs is only 45. 16, but so it's like uh, twenty two hundred players in the NFL, approximately. Yeah, then then you're tacking on a few hundred more. The eight times like forty five. You're talking three, you know, almost four another four hundred, give or take. Yeah. yeah. Then you're gonna bring in. Then you're gonna bring in the XFL, which is probably gonna be another four hundred. I understand. There's a crap ton of colleges. There's a crap ton, you know, there's a ton of colleges and a ton of people who don't continue playing football. But, and uh, you have the top end in the NFL. You have you have NFL, you also have Canada. Let's not forget Canada. But how many, and I could like, be wrong, I how many Americans are over there playing I understand. in the Canadian football I understand, league? but I'm just saying that there's like and, and essentially there another option. But it's like, you got, you got all of that. I want some decent football. I don't want to be bringing out like where I where I'd be out there playing when you know I shouldn't be out there playing. Right, right, but I don't think you're going to get to that. But here, think about this though: you have a different sport, yeah. but a similar idea is what I'm going to lay out here. Okay, uh-huh. you have the Premier League. Yeah. You have the French league. You have the Spanish league. Yeah. You have the Bundesliga. You have the Italian league. You have the Greek League, the Belgium League, the French League. Yeah, but the, you, you have, and that's the top league. And each one of those has a sub-league. And some of them have sub-league sub-leagues where you're still looking at guys. Their, their numbers, and, and I get it, they're pulling globally compared to just the U.S. and Canada. But my, my point is is that I don't think you're going to run into an issue where you're not going to be able to have the quality player. Because you look at all the colleges. Yeah. We talked about Julian Edelman. Where did he go to college? Kent State. So... If you're looking at top end, in theory, and Kent State shouldn't be there, right? But yeah. they're producing players. Where did James Harrison go to college? Oh yeah, he went to Kent as well. Yeah. Or we can what even about go, Josh we, Cribs? we can go even deeper. Do you want to keep naming Kent State players? Uh, huh? <laughs> I was gonna Josh no, Cribs. I can keep. <laughs> no, I was gonna go a little bit deeper. Pierre Garcon. Yeah, Mountain Union. That there now there's some deep. Right, and, and so that's what I think I'm trying to get that there yeah. is that I don't think. Oh, London, London Fletcher. I actually don't know where he went. John Carroll. Is he? Okay. Wow. London Fletcher went to John Carroll. But but that's the thing. So, you know, you could you could get to 16 teams potentially and yeah. still not have such a drop-off that it's like, oh, my God, like this you, is the product. No, but you you'd could, have to be very careful about yeah. it. You, will, you don't want to jump to it. You know, I'm saying maybe two years from now you, you go to, you go to uh, 12 teams, and yeah. then, you know, eight years from now you're at 16, and then you kind of stay there. But especially this, it's a lot of it's going to depend on also your revenue. Right, you got to be, be making money. Yeah, and, 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 and the good thing is because of the contracts, no one's ever going to be getting ridiculous money. And look where they put the teams. Who's competing? You put a team in Birmingham, Alabama, which isn't a big city. No. What pro sport does Alabama have? True. They have 
minor league baseball. No, that's all. No, that's minor true. league baseball. No. So they're drawing all of that revenue. They're gonna get. You no, know, no, that's true. And they're they're a football state. Yeah. I mean, and you're off season, so you have these Alabama and Auburn fans who are going, man, I'd love to watch some football right now, and now you have a team. And ironically, they did it perfectly because they got an ex-Alabama running back. Yeah, that's your marketing right there to get started. Nineteen, you draw like 19 these guys in. For you draw these guys in. Yeah, but that's that's the key. You got San Diego, a team that just had their or city that just had their team stolen away from them. San, San drawing Anto- it in. Yeah, San Antonio no football team. But here's one, Atlanta. Yeah, you know you're not going to get them all. Atlanta's a huge city though. Arizona. Again, where's Arizona? Is it in Phoenix? Is it the same city? I don't know. I haven't. I didn't see so that. So this we have to look up because they're. Yeah, I forget like all uh, there's Atlanta, Atlanta, Orlando. What, no football, but and no pro teams. True. Here, uh, here's the I, I, here's the magic. I forgot the magic. You have them. Yeah. Here's but but I no think, football. Right. Here's here's the one that Salt Lake. Yeah. What about them? That's a big city. It feels just random. Maybe, but it's a big city. They don't have any football, and you and especially Salt Lake has, from my understanding, also has some very strict alcohol laws. Why would you want to put a football stadium in a city where their fans aren't going to have be able to have unadulterated fun? Well, you can still have fun without getting uh, belligerently drunk at a True. football game. And, 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 and the NFL is trying to push you that route. I feel like. Yeah, but but yeah, you know we're 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 a Cleveland. Can you imagine uh, but, the, but, the the AAF expanding into Columbus? Think about that market. I don't think they're going in the, to in the. I think because late of the time. winter, early spring. So you're you're missing, you're missing Ohio State spring practice. <laughs> you're not on them. And you have a huge football base there that likes games. Besides, besides Salt Lake, look at all your, the other cities. Mm-hmm. Warmer weather cities. No, you're right. You'd have to find something to do in there. I, th- but I think I, I don't see... think I don't think it's gonna come to Ohio, Kentucky, Kentucky, Tennessee. Kentucky's not gonna get it. I don't Ten- think so. Tennessee. You can see Tennessee. Kentucky's Tennessee. not a football state. Yeah, that's true. Um, Tennessee is though. Ten- Tennessee, uh, Tennessee is like that borderline. I think of like. Were you gonna put them in Nashville? But that's. Oh, I think Memphis has a team. Memphis is one of the teams. Yeah, so I'm you're... sorry. Memphis is one of the teams. Um, so Tennessee already has one. Right. That's why <laughs> no, but I I'm said just... Nashville. <laughs> um, yeah, you're not gonna see it in Ohio. It's, it's gonna turn into the Salt Lake is interesting because it's not a really warmer weather. But it's kind of, but I guess it gets you in between the, the the Denver and California teams. Yeah, no, but it's just I could see a Columbus one because here's I, craziest I thing I here. I don't think craziest so because thing you here, can't cover it. I could see Haslam buying into it. He's now got the I don't think down no, in Columbus. I don't, I don't think they. I don't. There's probably somewhere where a pro team can't own it. I guarantee you, there's probably he wouldn't be a pro team. They own the crew. Haslam? Yeah. Owns the fucking Browns. And the Columbus crew. But I don't think they'll let them own an AAF team. You're not owning the team. You're buying into the system. Because remember, it's all centrally owned. So he has the facilities. 
And so he puts some money up into their system, think, and you I get a team in there. I don't think they. I don't think they Columbus is Columbus really wants a football team, I think. And this would be the perfect perfect place to put one because it'd be no, off season. Because no, it's off season, but because of the weather that you're potentially running into, they won't do it. Yeah, you probably have to it. find a dome. I I could see you looking at that. I don't. So that's why I think that's yeah. It. But but yes, AAF. I hope I hope it succeeds because it'd be nice to see some of these guys get us. A second chance at football, or a first chance, or a first chance. Because they're, yeah, they're. You could have guys who maybe it, didn't stick on an NFL team. True, no, because like even the quarterback for Birmingham, I'm already looking at. I want him to come in as our backup quarterback. He was the <laughs> division. No, he was the division two Heisman, like their their right version of the Heisman. Heisman. The same year that Baker won the Heisman. So. Not last year, but the year before. Uh, what was it? Seven. Yeah, the year that Baker yeah. won it. He because won. He won the division two Heisman. Or, or last year, if you want to still yeah. say Kyler was this year. Yeah, he was the division two Heisman winner. He got he got to the practice. He made he got hooked on with the Rams, but then got cut. Yeah, at, at Ruster. Yeah, there's a lot Ruster that had that. Down. Yeah, so, so I mean that, that he, kind of and stuff. And he played well, and I. So I kind of hope some of that sticks. Yeah, I I, I want them to stay around. I'm, I'm a fan. All right. I think uh, we've been talking here for a while. Yeah, we're probably getting pretty close to wrap-up time. Yeah. What, um, what do we really have left? Well, we're going to talk a little bit about Kyler Murray, but we could do that closer to the draft. So yeah. But, he declared for the NFL as yeah, he played fact, for the A's. Yeah, the fact – well, like I said, I put a, I put a bunch of these down. Yeah, on, no. Hey, I didn't know how much we were going to spend on some of this, but Kareem Hunt really kind of hacked into some of this time. Hacked a good half hour probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Kyler Murray decided to go to the NFL instead of, the, instead of play pro baseball. I was really hoping he was going to go the Bo Jackson route. You know what? He could he could play a couple of years here and then go and go do that. He, he could, still could. He could do the Deion, do it now. He could do the Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders played in a Super Bowl and a World Series in the same you know yeah. in the same no, like, you're calendar right. year. So yeah. All right. What what else? Um, NBA trade deadline, post trade uh, deadline. NBA sucks. Guys got traded. Guys got traded. Anthony Davis suck. did not get traded. Anthony Davis didn't get traded. Cats Which still suck. real quick was the best thing the Lakers could have hoped for. Yeah. That final offer they sent yeah. was two first rounds. Uh-huh. Ball, Ingram, mm-hmm. Kuzma, Zubich, and I think one other guy. Yeah. They were basically draining all their talent to oh, get Anthony Davis. Oh, because LeBron the Pelicans, said, LeBron The Pelicans should have jumped on that and yeah. should have said thank you, but instead they wanted more picks. And part of it is because they didn't have any other teams that could compete yeah. to bid against right now. Yeah. They would have been doing... The, they did the Lakers a favor, I think, by not taking that. You could have stripped yeah. the Lakers of all their young talent, like LeBron did to Cleveland. LeBron, LeBron, from what I heard, LeBron pretty much told Magic trade everybody. Yeah, he want he wants to start fresh, which is so it's going to be funny to see what happens with the Lakers next year. And does does Anthony Davis actually go out there? And and as we get into the summer, does Katie and Kyrie go to New York? Is going to be the interesting one. Be exciting. Be that'll exciting. Be, yep. That'll be interesting to watch. Um, so that was that. Uh, fantasy baseball started up soon. Yeah, fantasy baseball. got a lot of questions I'm going to answer on my own fantasy teams. But, yeah. And we're going to get the other league going, so we'll have two this year. Again. Yeah. <laughs> Again. Yeah, that's going to be a lot. Um, uh, full squad reports on Saturday. We can yeah. talk about that in a couple weeks. Really, we'll, we'll have yeah. some games a, going. Some yeah, by the time we talk next actual week. Actual stuff. Yeah, by the time we talk Hopefully everybody next. will be signed. By the way, speak at full squad's report. 
on still, Saturday. Yeah, as of right now, Harper still no and Harper. Machado aren't signed. As of right now, still no Harper, still no Machado, still no Kimbrel, still no Adam Jones, still no Carlos Gonzalez. And and I was talking with a buddy at work. Uh, he was telling me he heard that the Indians haven't even have no interest in Adam Jones or Carlos Gonzalez, which is stupid. Well, at this point, the I, longer, I think it the is, but you, it isn't. The longer because you wait, both of them have had diminishing the last few years, so they are five of seven. I think it's at five of seven seasons. Adam Jones has had over twenty-five homers, or had at least twenty-five. Right, homers. but but everything else. Carlos Gonzalez yeah, has been see, going down. So yeah, Adam somebody, Jones, they're, they're, they, if you look at them as a some, whole, they've been post, on the decline. Somebody posted like Adam Jones's like war graph, yes. went above replacement graph, and I think like 2013 he peaked out at like five, almost right. six, and I think you He's know, been, and it's been a decline. Right, and so I, I understand them not looking at them, but at this point, at this I point, say the longer you wait, well, the cheaper he's going to be, and I guarantee you, you can get him in here for a one year. Period. You're a few days a week. Offer them the the minor league, the major league invite, minor league contract, or whatever you call that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, no, the Melky Cabrera. It's, it's We're going to call it the Melky Cabrera. The the minor league contract with a major league. Right, not yeah. the major league invite with a minor league contract. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, same thing. So so give them that offer. Bring these guys in. It sounds like Cargo's going to end up just signing with the Rockies Probably. again. Probably. And, and why not? And honestly, watch Adam Jones go back to the Baltimore. Because why not? I mean, it's if nobody team. else is going to call you and give you an offer, why not? True. Oh, Musta- oh Moustakas isn't there yet. Yeah. Dallas Keuchel's still out yeah. there. There's, there's, are still there's some... 150 players that aren't signed right now, <laughs> which is funny. <laughs> I, know, I, I sent you that earlier. Yeah. But, but that's the thing. There's a ton of free agents that are still out there. And I just wonder what are the Indians doing? So in two weeks it's when we, when it's we Indians, in two weeks when we talk, but these guys aren't going to cost you much right now. Why aren't you bringing them in? Because and, to them right now, five million dollars is a lot. And maybe they're not having talks, or maybe they are having talks. But I'm not seeing anything about one, rumors with the Indians talking to these guys, anything like that. So one year, are, all I wanted, you know, Adam Jones is coming here, one year deal, like three million dollars, prove that you still have something. Then if you want to go next year to. Help us get to the playoffs. Help us do something here this year. Maybe we get lucky and can find enough scrap heap players to go and win a World Series. And then, fine, go somewhere else. Here's win, the big go question three, for you. Your three years, $20 million, and end your career. Do you bring Keiko in? No. You don't have a lefty? We haven't had a lefty in a few years. And I, and in I like forever, kinda, I feel I like. I kind of want to have Shane Bieber in that rotation. I know. It gets weird, though. But think about that. You could bring, bring Keiko in. If he if Keuchel's, he didn't have a bad year last no, year. If Keuchel's willing to come in for quote unquote cheap, yeah. Well, he's then, not, then not getting anywhere else. It, absolutely. I mean, at oh, this Marwin point, Gonzalez is still out there. Yeah. Even though he wants big money, when he's not getting it. Mustaka, like I said, Mustakas is out there. It's but but yes, I haven't seen Mustakas rumored to be asking for big money. I think he's just to the point age wise where teams are saying he was expecting big money last year and signed back with Kansas City. And I think he was. I think he was hoping he was going to get another bigger deal. Again this year, maybe not the deal he was expecting. Yeah, but I I watch him to go back to Kansas City. So yes, I'm by, sure. by the time we talk here in two weeks, we're gonna have I think a few more signings. We're, it we're should gonna, be all laid out. The, we, the 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 baseball landscape as far as free agency should be done by yeah. the time we talk in Har- two weeks. Harper Machado. You're a week Kim- and a half in a spring training. Harper Machado, Kimbrel should all be should all be signed, and we should Indians I assume would find a couple other guys, and they should be I think about three games in. So, real quick, on the spot, where does Harper go? San Diego. And Machado? Machado's the toss-up. 
probably the White Sox. I think the White Sox is, are the only one I've heard offer him a contract. Yeah. Which then, to me, puts them a little bit closer to Cleveland. I could see Harper going back. I don't even know if the Nationals have offered They offered him 10-year 300. And he turned it down. He didn't accept it. He didn't necessarily turn it down. He just didn't accept it. I, don't, I didn't even. I didn't hear anyone even offering him 10 years. They gave him 10 for three, and he wanted more. I think he wanted three, or he I, wanted four or something. He I, wanted that. I think he was hoping he could probably get closer to thir- to 350. Yeah. 10, 350, not. So. I, and I don't think. But, 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 but the Nationals point, don't have it on the table anymore. But it, they probably you don't. You don't know. But, they probably don't. But you're, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up with them again for something similar to that number. I think at this point, I don't see him getting more than seven. But if it's not the Nationals, I bet you it's Philly. Probably. And think about that outfield. That lineup. Reese Hoskins, power. Bryce Harper, power. They're going to be smashing balls, but they're not going to be hitting very well. Well, I don't think they have a ton of pitching, though, either. No, and, and Harper's due for a really good batting season. Yeah. Look well, at him. No, last last look, year he was just. Look at him the last four years. Last year he batted 246. The year before that, Did 313. Did he get to 246? 246. The year before that was like 313. The year before that uh-huh. was 240 something. The year before that, 330. Oh, so he's oh, so he should be hitting about 300. So he should be due for a good batting average year. Right. On top of all his other numbers. True. Last year he had his other numbers. He just didn't have the average. Yeah. So he should be due to do that again. Very true. But so if you sign him for a 10-year deal, you, you need to make sure you get him on a nine-year deal so you're not paying for that last year. He needs an odd-number deal. Very true. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how all that fall you know falls together. Yep. All right. All right, what else? Or is that pretty much it? Uh, Hopefully it'll warm up so we can play golf. Oh, yeah, golf. Yeah, I'm kind of Jones with golf, meaning we probably got to get to the driving range. Uh, I, wanna, I do want to go to the one in Middleburg Heights, uh, Stonebridge or whatever it's called. Okay. Because that's the one that has like the Pro Tracer app, where you can it'll kind of help you. Oh, see where your ball goes and stuff. See where your ball goes. Nice. That um, also NASCAR. NASCAR has got started up, so Daytona 500 is this coming Sunday. Is it this Sunday already? Yeah. Well, yeah. They had the they had the qualifying for the front row and the clash on Sunday. You got uh, the 125s on Thursday and Daytona 500 on Sunday. So by the time we come back, it'll be past Daytona. And I think Atlanta's the second week. I okay. always forget what the second week okay. is. But we've got a couple of races in, see how that goes. A lot of young. We're, NASCAR's in a huge turnover. Yeah, a lot, a lot of younger of, guys now, I feel like. Yeah, well, a lot. I don't well, recognize so many of the names anymore. Yeah, younger or older guys have retired or been kind of essentially nudged out and bringing in a bunch of the younger guys. That's why NASCAR is, not, is losing a bunch of fans right now is because they just don't know who these kids are. Yeah, well, that's why we're going to go through phases. That's that's why we're also not going on our NASCAR trip this year. No, not no, at all. We're not going. Wow, we we gave up our spots this year. Are you you going to get those back? We're not. Well, Dan's also in the process of selling his camper. I saw that. I saw it was posted. So, but I don't want to. I don't want to rent a camper. Like, I hear that. I get it. Which is why I'm also probably not going with him. You know, him and everybody cabrewing at the end of June because. <laughs> I really I don't care for camping. I like I like being in a camper, and I don't want to have to spend money to fucking rent a camper. I hear that. No, so, I mean I like camping, but I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, I guess I'm just a little spoiled that way. I, I I'm not a huge. You're talking fan. the guy who went winter camping in Maine. So. I know I'm not a huge fan of like tent camping. Like I've like I did it, like even our first like our first our first year, we didn't have the camper. Like he didn't Dan didn't have a camper. We tent camped for our NASCAR race, and I just didn't care for it. 
it's okay. Whatever. It's not my deal. But yes, right. NASCAR, NASCAR is just kind of in a, you know, it's just kind of, it happens. They're in the young influx. In a few years, as these guys get the experience, they're going to they're gonna be running the sport. Yep. And everybody will come back. Well, that's, oh, that's everything on there. Jesus Christ. Yeah, man, we we went through a lot today. Yeah, we're closing on the 90-minute mark, so let's, uh, <laughs> let's wrap it up. And uh... All right, so a couple weeks. Let's see, well, 24th? Uh, no. Yeah. 26th, I'm sorry. 26th. Yeah. It'll be past your birthday. Yep. We can, we can talk about that <laughs> if we really want to. Talk about that. Indians will be full squad in. A couple games into spring training. Uh, basketball will be post-All-Star break, so the Cavs will still suck. Uh, Browns, hopefully some of the noise will go away here for a little bit. Looking at conference championships for uh, college. Yeah, college basketball is gonna, is gearing up towards March Madness. Uh, NCAA tournament. Uh, yeah, I said, did I say college? College basketball gearing up towards March Madness. Yeah, the NCAA tournament. Whatever. Uh, oh, yeah, you said you hated that. That yes. was something we got to get into. Yes. <laughs> Now's not the time. Now's not the time. Uh, well, that. Uh, it, it'll be a fun episode. A lot yeah. to talk about. Gearing up for the NFL combine and free agency. Yes. So, yeah, All right. we'll, we'll still have a lot to talk about. So let's, let's close it up, uh, guys. Hope you enjoyed listening. For Todd, I am David, and we'll talk to you guys soon.